Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first Porch Conversations for 2021. And so I am Melissa Mason, and my co-host is with me, Jessica Parker. And we are just so amped up and ready. And I had, um, I just a little bit, I had, well, I had to do something. I had to use a word. And so the word that I used, and I forgot to share this with you, Jessica, was recharge. Yes, this is recharge. This is a recharge year. We know that we're still facing different things, but we are recharging. We are resetting our batteries and we are going to um, give it all that we got. It's gonna maybe some continued struggles along the way, but no matter what, we are recharged, reamped. We have our eyes on the prize. We're gonna be like Paul. We're gonna keep pushing forward. No chains, no bars, no shackles, no COVID, no um, political forces are going to hold us down. Not only because of who we are, but because of who we serve. Don't get me started on this first Porsche Conversations of the Year. I am ready. Listen, listen, Jessica. So what's and for those of you who are joining us for the first time, Porch Conversations, we developed this out of the idea going back to our ancestors when they used to do what? Gather together on the porch and whiz words of wisdom were dropped in another place that we can um, talk about is the kitchen, sitting around the kitchen table while the food was prepared and while we were eating and just gathering together over some soul food, dropping some, not only feeding our physical body, but the food was feeding the soul. Help somebody. All right now. So we amped right. up. <laughs> we wrapped up today and we are ready to go. And so again, this is our first Porsche Conversations of 2021. And Jessica, Come on in and tell us what we're talking about today. Well, first of all, happy new year to everybody. Yes. Oh my goodness. Y'all, I think it's been one of those things where it's like, we, we, we didn't know what was going to happen, right? We had no idea. What was right, right, right. Yes. Where yes. we'd be. But look, but look, we are, we are here. Here we are. Here and here we are. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I am happy. I'm excited for this new year, even though we are still in a pandemic. That's right. That is arguably getting worse. Yes. It's okay. We are still here and we are going to make the most, make the best of anything that is handed to us. Right. So Jessica, can I mm -hmm. put a pause here for just one moment? Yeah. So There was um, the death of um, our beloved author um, who succumbed to Eric Jerome Dickey has passed away. I read many of his books and I'm sad to hear that, but we are losing people at an alarming rate. And so for just one moment, Jessica, just, just for a moment, before we get started with Porsche Conversations, before we move into the topic, let our spirits quiet ourselves. Everyone, please join us, join us, and let us take a moment of silence. Let us have, let us have a moment of silence in memory of those who have succumbed 
to COVID-19 in honor of those and being prayerful for those who are fighting the good fight for the healthcare workers who are putting in the time and the dedication for those who have been working to find a cure. And um, let's just pray. And also let us um, call up those who are still struggling and fighting and pushing back against doing what is required, what is needed to do, mask wearing, social distance. Let us pray that God store in them uh, a spirit of what we call get right. And so now let us have a moment of prayer. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you, Melissa. That is so important to honor. This this has been a very unique, I think unique is probably the best word I can come up with. Mm -hmm. It's been a very unique experience that we're all having. Um, I, I think it's one of those things where it's, you know, there isn't much that we all experience on a worldwide level all together. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is really showing us, you know, what it looks like for everyone to be going through, you know, the same thing or at least something very similar at the same time. And even though there's still so much strife amongst each other and so much back and forth, y'all, this is the time to come together. Yes. It really is. This yes. is the time to come together. Yes. yes. All right. So, yes, yes, yes. We are in a new year. We want to continue porch conversations, talking about some things that can help you and you and you and Melissa and myself on our journeys to be better, to be raised up, to be uplifted, encouraged, um, edified, all of the above, y'all. We are here and we are going to keep moving onward and upward. Okay, so today's yes. topic. One word we're going to talk about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Up and laughs> <now>, yes. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about. We're going to okay. We're going to start a, a two part series. Two, four, maybe. I know. So with our porch conversations, it, it depends on how the conversation. It's spirit led and it's spirit led. Yes, but right now we're thinking about a two part series talking about getting your money right y'all let's get our money right y'all okay and we're not coming at y'all with no you know rich quick schemes or anything like that we're talking about how to handle what you have right now practicality that's right right now all right so I think it's important for us to talk about, first of all, I guess why we're even talking about this. You know, why are y'all bringing this into porch conversations? Mm-hmm. Talking about this because money is, it's, it's important. It is part of our lives. It is, you know, an integral portion of our society and how we live. And we want to help 
you and ourselves make sure that we are doing things correctly. We're doing things in a smart way to make sure we have something left to pass on, to make sure we have something to live on now, because that's a reality for a lot of people, right? So, that's right. and I think one of the most important things with, with anything, we're talking about money, with anything is to figure out why you're doing it, okay? Can, can I put a pin in something, something right here when you were saying that um, about the why and how important it is? So since we're talking about porch conversations and you said, why, why are we bringing in this post conversations? Remember, post conversations was birthed out of us remembering the ancestors and sitting at the on the porch, you know, and be it the evening, early morning, afternoon. But the purpose of the porch was it was a teaching spot. It was a teaching spot of the ancestors, and the ancestors, in their way, my. Um, mentor pastor um talked about um how she heard this saying from dr good champ which was more is caught than taught and in those moments of the porch conversations the ancestors sometimes they didn't say a whole lot but if you watched them you saw things that they did and it stuck with you how many times did your grandmother used to take, reach down, and she had her hiding spot, right? That personal hiding spot that nobody was getting to. But then also it might've been the coffee can where if she needed something from the store, she would go to that coffee can and pull out money because that was the rainy day. That was the savings. That's where you went to for emergencies. So see, they were already planning. You had to watch it. She didn't tell you, okay, this way I put my money at because it was a secret spot. You, but you had to watch it. You see what I'm saying? You had to watch where they pull from. The drawer, you know, the um in the bedroom and the in the um dresser, the dresser drawers where they would go in and reach under, reach deep. You didn't think those drawers was that deep, but they was reaching and they was pulling out. So the purpose of this with the Porsche conversations is. We are still referring back when we talk about these things, we are still referring back to what the ancestors were showing us. So, okay, Jessica, I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, I love that. Um, when you said that more is caught rather than taught, you know, That's but Dr. Glue Champ. Yes, Dr. Glue Champ. But in <laughs> order to catch it, you gotta, you gotta be there. Watch and you gotta be there in the moment. You gotta watch, pay attention. You have to watch, you have to stay aware. You have to be awake. <laughs> hey, and, and so now, and guess what? And so now we are living in the time where we have so much going on. Somebody said to me, you always multitasking. You're looking at television, you're doing this, you're on the phone, you're always multitasking. Okay, that's not always a good thing because then I, while I'm watching television and I said, well, what did they say? You got to stop that multitasking. You'd have missed it. The same point right here. You have to take the time, pay attention, and we can't be focused on more than one thing at a time. Sometimes you got to take a moment. And so what we're saying to you right now, take a moment, determine what your why is. And then once you determine what your why is, find out how you're going to go about doing it. And you're not going to do this, accomplish what we're about to talk about today 
by multitasking, not being focused and watching everything, being caught up in everything else that's going on around you. All right, Jessica. <laughs> so, like I said, you may want to grab yourself something to write with. If you have your phone, open up that note section and just take some notes for yourself. Okay, for yourself. And yeah, let's 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 get ourselves together, y'all. Okay. So Jessica, right, can you so talk about can you, I'm sorry. Can you talk about that right there? See, I'm reminding you because as you 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 giving out some good information. So before, <laughs> while you said some people are, you know, they grab their phone. Can't see my phone, but you grab their phone and they take notes. But for some people like you and I, we like that old fashioned dedicated notebook. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about that too. Let's say grab it and get get in touch with it. Share, Jessica. Y'all, okay. The, the pencil and paper that's going to come into play especially in, I think, um, in part two of the series. But yeah, grab yourself something to write with and let's jump right in. Okay, so I will start with, I guess, my personal story just very quickly talking about my money and why I decided that I had to get my money right. So for me growing up, I was not taught explicitly about money and handling it but I would always see my dad every, every Friday, he would sit down at the kitchen table. He would lay out all of the, all of the bills, everything that had to be paid. He pull out his checkbook because they, they were about that check life. They were not about, you know, they were not about to put their financial information out on the internet. But anyway, he put out his checkbook and mm -hmm. he would sit there and he would have his calculator and he'd be adding and subtracting and making that thing work y'all and and again I, I was catching stuff because he wasn't necessarily talking to me or explaining to me what he was doing but you know I watched and I watched often enough and long enough to understand what was really happening mm -hmm. so when I got older when I started working especially after I got married you know for both of us that was the most money we had ever seen you know, for ourselves coming in when we started working after we got married. And for us, you know, the way we were living at the time, it didn't really matter for us to have a budget, you know, but we should have. <laughs> so for me, it was seeing other people that I admired, like family or friends who were more mature with their handling of their money and watching what they were doing watching how, or listening to the words they were saying. They would say things like, yes, we, we save for this. We set aside this. And in my mind, I'm like, we should probably start doing something like that, you know? And so for me, I wanted to not, not be in control of my money because all I knew is, you know, the stuff, stuff was being automatically was it automatic debited out? And I didn't know where it was going to, you know? Mm -hmm. And that shame, it sounds shameful to say, but there are a lot of people who are in a situation for many reasons. And I just want to encourage you to not be afraid to find out what's happening with your money. Okay. Um, I should probably have started by saying money is a very emotional topic. Mm -hmm. It is very emotional. There's lots of emotion behind money and how you handle it or don't handle it and I'm go ahead and do the plug right now 
getting yourself a good therapist can help you figure out all that stuff. <laughs> therapist, we cannot do. Let, you're gonna always hear that post conversations. Always, 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 <laughs> always. <laughs> yes, getting yourself a good therapist can help you figure out some of that stuff because for many of us. What we are or aren't doing with our money is tied up in the in in some old stuff that is probably worth looking through so that you can move to the next level. Okay, mm-hmm. we, we, we were talking about moving to the next level. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yes, that's kind of my backstory. And oh, so not really I didn't finish. So my church at the time offered a financial class and taking that class opened my eyes, y'all. It opened my eyes to so much that I did not know. And, you know, and in that class, they didn't make you feel like you were dumb for asking any questions. Um, So yes, where things are caught more than they're taught, get yourself in a place where you can learn. If you don't understand what compound interest is, take a class. If you don't understand about setting aside different amounts of money, how to set up a budget that works for your particular income, there are classes out here. There are mentors who will help you. There are financial advisors, which we are not, by the way. (laughs) That's the disclaimer. We are not financial advisors. We are are sharing from our own conversations, experiences, and help. And things that we caught from other people. Yes. So yes, get yourself in those places. Put yourself in those places so that you can learn. And there's nothing wrong with not knowing y'all. Every expert started out as a beginner. Always remember that. Always remember that. Good. All right. So after taking those classes, we put those things into practice and I'll talk a little bit more about it as we continue on. You know, and now we're at a place of paying down um, our, our debts. So let's, let's go ahead and jump in. So I told you that backstory because it's important to identify why you're doing something. Now, why is that important? With this goal or any goal, it is super important to understand why you are doing it. Because if you don't know why you're doing it, when it gets hard, not if, but when, when. it gets hard, you're going to need something to fall back on to to help you keep going. That's right. Okay. Because you will lose focus. You you will lose everything. You will lose hope. <laughs> you will lose perspective. You will lose yes. focus. Right. And, 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 and you will lose the progress you've made. Right? right? So make sure you know what your why is. So I'm, I'm going to talk about, and I asked my husband before this, so we can look and see. So we came up with four whys. We were thinking back on when we were doing this. So one of his whys was for quality of life. For him, getting in control of his money was quality of life. And for him, that means being able to breathe. Ah, yes. Let that sink. Yeah. Yes. Yes. One of the biggest stress, stress, the cause of stress is fiscal, is financial. Mm-hmm. It will cause you to lay awake at night, not being able to rest. It will cause 
physical, it will cause panic attacks. It will, if you, if you are uh, married, it will cause strife. And particularly if you're not on the same page, if you're not working together as a team, hmm. it will cause, it will be one of the factors that's involved with you, your marriage not surviving. It will cause you to, we know that one, it breaks up relationships and friendships. We know that finances is a strife between siblings and between with parents and children. Yeah. So, so that was that was one of our big whys. You know, being able to feel like you can breathe because when you don't know what's happening with your money. In your mind, it's kind of like, you know, if you don't think about it, then it's not a real thing. But you know it's there. And that thing can feel suffocating. Hmm. That can feel very suffocating. Okay? Yes, it can. Mm-hmm. Another was, we were tired of owing people. <laughs> right. Tired of owing and just tired of being out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain, I guess for some people, they, they feel like it's a it's a, a certain measure of freedom for them to not have to think about, okay, on the 14th, I pay this. On the 12th, I pay this. On the 30th, we pay this. Or trying to figure out, you know, if I, I get paid every two weeks, so I know that I can only spend this amount out of this first check. And this other stuff won't have to wait till that second check, you know? And for some people, that's, that's stressful. It is, yes. And let me say right now, I see you and I validate you, but, but you have got to know where your money is going. You have to know what's happening, y'all. If you don't, things like, it could be take, it could be, your money could be taken out for things that you didn't know you were still paying for, for things you didn't even sign up for. People could be taking money from you and you don't even know it. So, okay. All right. I think I'll get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, just tired of being out of control of my, of my money. Um, another thing was helping other people. We wanted to be in a place where we could help somebody else and have it not be um, a strain on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like for us, one of the, one of the mantras we live by <laughs> is never, never give more than you can afford to, you know, than you, you can afford to lose. Just like with, it, with investing, you're never going to invest more than you can afford to lose. So, yeah, hold on. No. So we're not going to lend out. We're not going to say lend because for us, anything we give is a gift because we don't want that lender borrower relationship with anybody, anybody. Okay. The last one I'll mention is legacy. For me and for us, it's very important that we leave our kids with more than something to bury us with. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to leave all of them with a million dollars a piece, you know, but I do want to be able to pass on something to them. I don't want them to have to worry about my financial mistakes, you know, after I'm gone. You know, so 
those are just some of our whys. So you have to figure out what your why is. If you don't know why you're doing something, when it gets hard, and it will, especially when you're dealing with money, okay, uh, money is, dealing with money, it's going to get hard. So it's either going to get hard in terms of maybe you made a mistake. Okay, quick story. When we first started budgeting, I was so gung-ho paying all the bills, girl. Then Eric came one day and was like, did you, did you save enough money to pay whatever other bill it was? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> because I paid everything out of the first check. Then we right. had to wait, what, 15 more days for the next check. <laughs> you know, so so it's it's things like that. It's things like right. that. And and you're going to make mistakes. You're, you're going to make mistakes, you know. And it, again, it is okay. We are learning. We are learning. Do you want to say anything before I keep going? <laughs> no, you you're doing great. You're doing great. Carry on. <laughs> so figuring out what your why is, I, I want to emphasize the word management, okay? Managing your money is very different than spending or saving or whatever. Think about your, your manager at a job, whether you are a manager or you are managed, you're looking at everything from start to finish, and you're also looking at future projections, right? You're looking at what's to come and you are planning for all of those things, right? So we want to manage our money. And I think one of the best tools for managing money is a budget, whatever that looks like for you. Setting yourself up a budget just to even understand how much money you actually have coming in each check. You know, what does it look like? What, what would your check look like if you weren't paying out um, social security or health insurance and all of those things like do you even know or every time you get your w-2s from your employer you're looking at it like oh wow i didn't know they were taking this much out no you ought to know those numbers that's right you ought to know those numbers okay so managing your money means knowing where each cent is going okay and i think in, and in part two we'll talk about some strategies for doing this but right now i want to help everybody wrap their mind around it. All of this starts with your mindset. And it's not going to be an overnight thing. Okay. So please don't expect it's going to be a super quick way, a super quick thing to change how you're thinking about your money, to change the habits that you've developed regarding money or around money. It's going to take some time. You might take a couple steps back, but just make sure you're still continuing to move forward wherever you can. And maybe to help you with that, you can start talking to a financial advisor or get an accountability partner. Okay. And if you are married, make sure you and your partner are on the same page. Please. <laughs> and, and, and let me add here, even if you're not married and who Ever your partner is. Yes. And you plan to, and you're both vested in. And when I say partner, I don't mean fly by night. Um, I, you know, you'll know that you're both in it to win it and to get it. You know, because some people are in partnerships and the other person is 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 not in is not vested, invested. 
enter the relationship, it is a, a moment thing. And so you have to be for certain that whatever you're doing together, you not, don't have to be wondering, one, um, are they uh, putting in or are they doing more taking out? Are they playing on, look, dipping? And you look at their balance in their account and you're like, where is it? And they and they and they didn't they didn't say deuces. They're gone, and you're out back. Make certain that this is a commitment that they're into. That there is that. Even some people decide, well, we're not going to be married, but we're going to be in it. We're, we're in this long term. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, just make certain that you that y'all are accountable for this. So yes, yeah. No, I appreciate that. I think. Um, this is not going to be something, you know, where you're doing all the planning and then you're, you know, bringing the paper to somebody else like, here, read this. It, it's not going to work that way. It's not going to work out very well. And I know that for a lot of people, you know, financial discussions are, they, they, they don't go well. So maybe you can work with a mediator of some sort. You know, that might be a good idea to get a financial advisor who can mediate and, you know, offer that unbiased help you know, to help y'all have these discussions until y'all are able to, you know, get on, on accord with each other. Jessica, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to put a pen in here for something. And it goes back to what's our keyword? Therapy. Therapy. And the reason why I want to bring this in, <clears throat> everybody has a story and a situation. Some people, um, your partner may not look at saving and planning the way that you do. Mm -hmm. Some people may have a history where they never dealt with the concept of saving. It was always spin as we get. And so to talk about savings, their past may have some type of residual damage or effects and they may need to work that out and you may not be able to understand what it is that he or she may be going through and you may not be the one to bring this out because nine times out of ten it could because the different perspective will create an argument and so just like Jessica was saying a mediator Sometimes a mediator may not help. Sometimes it may be that the therapist will have to get at the root of what happened then, what is causing this PTSD moment. And so we want that to be to know that therapy is good for that as well. Therapy is good for a lot of things, y'all. <laughs> just, just, just get one. It's 2021. <laughs> Year of the therapist, okay? Yes. <laughs> okay, so one of the tools that my husband and I used was um, Dave Ramsey, and many of you may have heard of him, and even if you don't care for Dave Ramsey, what I will say to you is find a money philosophy that you like, and just make sure you stick with it. That's it. And so we chose to go with Dave Ramsey. 
Now he does have a Christian perspective for you know the way he set up things, his philosophy of everything. He doesn't believe in credit. Um, there's there's lots of things. But one of the main things that we do like about him and what he talks about that is in line with our values is the idea of stewardship. And when I guess you can add something to this as well, Melissa. So for Christians, we, we think a lot about being stewards of anything that we are given. And our finances are no different from that. And nice. so we want to make sure that we're not being wasteful. We want to make sure that we're being intentional. We want to make sure that we are not squandering and just, you know, opening up the window, just throwing out cash we, because we understand that it's not ours. And this is about to get real deep. It's not <laughs> ours. <laughs> we are simply managing it. Managing. We're taking care of it. We are stewarding it. We're right. caring for the gift and the blessing that yes. God has. And some people may not, whoever's listening may not want to hear because your theological, spiritual philosophy may be different than ours, but unapologetically, yes. we believe in God, the one and true living God. And so we, um, without shame, um, believe that God, our creator, blesses us. And so with that blessing, we try to handle that gift. Now we're not perfect. We are human. And God knows this. And that's where the um, we can mismanage. We can squander, as Jessica has shared. And we can... Um, just fail to be obedient and be disciplined. And yeah. those two things is what's important in stewardship. And when I'm saying this on my behalf is also out of life experiences when I say we're human. And so um, it's, it's dedication and it is hard work. And we, like we say, we, uh, everybody has to travel this road. Don't blame yourself, but just with anything, the learning is when you learn the lesson and you try to do better, you're not going to get it in one swoop and say, okay, I got this down. I'm not going to make no mistakes. Because see, then at that moment, you're also setting yourself up. Know that on this journey, it is the same thing of, and let me share, it's the same thing of lifestyle change in terms of your diet, in terms of how you eat. We know holidays, emotion, tra emotional trauma will take you off track. But at some point you have to get back on. And so even with my lifestyle change in terms of eating, when I had the surgery, I see I don't have a splint. Everybody didn't get to see me with the splint and saw a cast on. Um, even when I went through the surgery, then I, as I said, backslide a little bit. But I was able to recover and reach. That's where the recharge word came in at. I'm recharging. So don't 
don't set yourself up for that as as though that this is going to be a a, a a perfect ride. And Jessica, I wanted to um, share that um, emotional battles. When I was saying about we can emotionally we emotion eat based upon our emotion is something dramatic, devastating happens. We tend to um, just like people who have other addictions, you fall off the wagon, right? Mm-hmm. I have used this word and I know, okay, for myself, I have been um, uh, retail therapy. We've heard that word being used. Retail therapy is the excuse now. Remember, we talked the word by the word therapy is nothing to harm you. And retail therapy in this um, gambit of trying to save and change your spending habits, that's not therapy. Retail, and I've, we've said it, you know, something um, traumatic happens or you get mad at your significant other, your husband, your spouse, somebody on the job, some, you, I need to feel good. So you go out and you spend, spend, spend. That's my retail therapy. Then when it's said and done, when you go back and you look at your account, you put it up on the phone and you, oh, what happened there? Then the blues come in and you, what, what therapy? <laughs> what therapy? So, you know, I want to bring that in because that can be the, the fallback as well. When you're experiencing some emotional situations, be very careful, be very careful. It's gonna happen, particularly if you are a shopper who like to go out and shop. That's your, that's your go-to. So, it's, it, and you, you're gonna fall back on it and then it's gonna happen. Just remember this statement that we're talking about now and let it try to, let it help you. So get that word of retail therapy out your vocabulary. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we have to know what our triggers are. And for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, a trigger is anything that, you know, if it happens, you see it, you hear it, you smell it. Anything that can take you someplace else, especially to a place that you do not want to go, right? You knock it at my door, Jessica. You knock it at my door. And again, things, understanding, y'all, we need to understand ourselves. We need, to, this is way back to what? Porsche conversation number one. Understanding ourselves so that we know what our triggers are, so that we can learn some healthy coping mechanisms so that when those triggers come up, we don't find ourselves falling off the wagon every single time. Maybe sometimes, but not every single time. And, you know, and the goal is with time, you know, it's you either don't fall off anymore or as much, or it's easier for you to get back on. Back on. Or when you fall, you don't fall as far. Jessica, right? can we put a pin here? Because yes. Another word, another word that we used to use besides therapy and going back to our, almost to our verse, going back to post conversations one or two. We talked about accountability partners. And even in this right here, in this moment of saving and budgeting and get, 
you will need an accountability partner. Sometimes your spouse can't be your accountability partner. So if you're a married couple, you may use another married couple who is seasoned and who have wisdom. Don't talk to somebody who is in the same boat as you are and trying to learn because you can't help one another. So you may want to get somebody who's seasoned and who has wisdom to be your accountability partners. Single people, same thing. Somebody who can be account, who you can learn from. And trust. And trust and who's going to guide you. Accountability partners. Accountability is key for reaching a lot of goals. I think a lot of, I'm sure there's some statistics out there that are showing, you know, when you have accountability in some form, you're more likely to reach your goals. So something else to think about. Hopefully you're writing this down. <laughs> That's right. Write it down. That's a journal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did want to mention, I guess, some of the tools that we use, like the actual tools that we use, aside from Dave Ramsey. So Dave Ramsey wrote a book called The Total Money Makeover. It's available in audiobook as well. And it helps a lot with the mindset. You know, it, it can help with that mindset shift that you are going to need in order to overhaul your finances, okay? So that's one of the books that he, that he has written. Um, he has the Financial Peace University, and this is not sponsored, though I'd love to be. For conversations, would love to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, help us. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 okay, and but the reason why I, I'm saying these things is because that's what I've used. That's been my experience, and it has worked. And that's the key thing for me. Does it work for us? Yes, it did. Also, Dave Ramsey has a YouTube channel and that might be a good place for you to start. You know, if you're just dipping your toe into this and check out Dave Ramsey's YouTube channel and just look at some of the people, uh, people call in with questions and he and sometimes other personalities will answer those questions. And, you know, maybe there are questions that you might have yourself. Now, you know, if you person that needs somebody to hold your hand and walk with you like this and talk to you real quiet and, and soft, he, he might not be your person. <laughs> he might not be your person because he's very straightforward with things. And for a lot of people, you might need that when it comes That's to your right. finances because you, right. you, you've, been, you've been riding dirty and, and living wrong. Oh, yeah. You said riding dirty. <laughs> Why that song just popped in my head? Oh my goodness, because because y'all might be out here living wow, and you might need somebody to rein you in, you know, yeah. and that's, that's kind of the, the stance he takes on things, you know, yeah. he's not going to beat around the bush about it. Um, also, when it comes to your goals, you know, write them down. And they don't have to be these lofty goals. If you're just getting started, if you've never budgeted before, if you don't know where your money goes to every month, if every month at the end of the month, you're sitting there looking like, Where's all my money? Right. If you don't know where your money has gone to, then start small. Go ahead, Melissa. So I thought about this way back. And so you just, again, spirit, no spirit. So when you said that, rem see, these, again, these conversations that we're having right now with you, Jessica and I have had these conversations together <laughs> <laughs> at length in detail. And so the very first thing that Jessica and I talked about, and I don't know if you remember, 
uh, about three years ago was tracking your spending. If you, you say, she said, if you're dipping your toe in the water and you've never done this before, the first thing, after you determine your why, because you got to know why you're doing this, that's essential. So once you determine your why, then the next thing that you need to do is this is going to bless your whole life. What you need to do is track your spending. Every penny. Every single penny. Every penny. For start off with the week from Sunday to Saturday, write down every single dime, how much you spent each day and see if you see a pattern, see if it's something that you can cut out and do without. So um, for transparency, when I did this, I used to have to have, now, got to be honest. I already know where it's going. <laughs> Wawa Coffee was my stop. It was either Wawa for the coffee, which I still go to Wawa, but I've cut it back. It's not every day. And instead of going to Wawa, I did get, I do have, have a Keurig. And so I have the pods. But sometimes the pods don't just seem like it's the same. So you end up going, at any rate, I digress. The point was, it's either Wawa coffee or for my, for my tea, I had to go to Starbucks. But I started seeing a pattern. So then after you've gotten through your week, then for the pattern that you see, Start adding up what that total that you spent for the week. You will be surprised at how much you spend. And it could be anything. If, listen, we're human. We have our vices. We have our things as I feel good. And some people criticize. Okay, so this is another preaching moment here. So we, we're about to be up on our time. But for the people who spend on, and I'm saying for myself, spend on Wawa coffee, spend on uh, chai tea, whatever it is that you um, pick it up, matter pick it up breakfast every morning before you stop, like you got to have it. Listen, what you're doing is no better than that person who have to go by the store and pick up a pack of cigarettes a day. Mm, mm, You're mm. no better than that person who, after they get off of work, got to go by the All Boys Club, as we know, the package store or the ABC store. No better than that person. Or, let's be real for a moment, for that person that you see that's getting ready to make that buy on the corner, who have to do it every day or three times a day, or you know that spot where you know the people are hanging around and you say, oh, they get ready to get that fixed this morning. Well, you can get yours, but you're mm. going to go to our store. Up. And when I say you are yours, I'm talking about me and mine. It's no different. It is still something that you're doing a repetition that you're putting your money out for. So what we're saying is because you can control that, these people are doing... What I, the things that I named, these are people who are dealing with 
physical stuff that they require, that their body, that they've developed a habit with, that their body requires. Caffeine is the same thing. But in, in, in determining how much you're spending, you might be blown away. And like I was, be like, oh my goodness. And then if I save that up and put, if I, what I spend on that and I put it away, it's going to add over a week, over four, when it get to four weeks, there's your savings. So it's, it's start off with that. Let what your story is be shown by what you're putting on pen and paper. And then once you determine that, then you can move on. You can, if you don't know your why, and if you don't know what you're spending on, you can't make your budget out. You can't determine what you're going to be trying to, um, what your goal is and how you're going to reach it. You can't do it that way. That's an awesome point. And I would say, you know, look and see what the categories are that you're spending your money on. Um, right. For us, for us, and I think for a lot of people, it's eating out and you, you don't, yes. That's me. You don't think that, you right? don't think it's yeah. always like a mind blown situation when people realize just how much money they're spending eating out. Not only that, they have food at the house, but they're still eating out. So I know again, think about that stuff. I'm putting up my finger because I'm doing like the lady doing church <laughs> and she's trying to make a way. I'm putting my finger up because again, guilty. Yes, that that was our biggest, and, and it sounds crazy because I mean, at the time we were in an apartment and it's like, when you're spending more on eating out, not food, not groceries, but eating out, mm-hmm. when that's looking like the amount you're spending on your living expenses, you know, that was a wake up call for us. That was a big wake up call for us. Um, I do want to say before we leave, though, that one of the things that that we will talk about in the next episode, but to get start, I want y'all to start thinking about it now because because already some of y'all are tuning us out because we we, we talk in another language and you're not trying to hear it. And and that's right, too. But you're going to have to get used to using cash, y'all. You're going to have to get used to using cash. And I say that because you you feel when those dollars leave your hand. It is very easy to swipe. Swipe, 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 yeah. It's easy. Swipe, swipe, swipe. But yeah, when you've set out this amount of money, I have this amount to spend for the week. And if all this is gone on Wednesday... I'm telling y'all, it's it's a it's a whole mind reset, lifestyle change. It is a complete lifestyle change to do this, but I believe that you can do it. I'm talking to you. You can do it. You you who are looking at this, wondering if you can do it. You can do it. People are out here doing it every day, and you can be one of those people. And you know, and you may have to adjust some things that work for you. Like I said, you may not like Dave Ramsey's philosophy or how he talks to people or whatever the case may be. Or some of the things, some of the strategies that Melissa and I talk about may not work for you. And again, we're just offering y'all a, a foundation to start with. You know, we're, we're gonna kind of lay some stuff out for you. 
laid out. <laughs> and you build on top of that the way you need to. Right. Okay. Yeah. I hope that's been helpful. <laughs> uh, you have helped me just hearing it again. It, it reminded me of the conversations that we have had. And what, let me add here that nothing that any, nothing that we have said or anything that we have said has not been done to malign, criticize, make anyone feel bad. It is to the philosophy of help sharing our stories, even given the analogy of people who have dealing with different addictions or um, habits, we're not belittling that or making light of that. What we are showing in that comparison is that it is all, it is all whatever it is. It is still harmful and help can be received for it. Don't, don't be critical of one thing and then dealing with your own stuff because no matter what name it has on it, anything that you do in access, anything that you do with repetition is called a habit. And when it starts monopolizing your life and finances, can monopolize your life. And when it starts causing trauma, when it starts causing panic attacks, when it starts causing disruption in the household, when it takes away from you being able to give to your children. See this, what I, the things that I'm saying to you, we can just now can be covered in other stuff too. So it don't matter what the name that it has to it it can have a detriment and a harmful effect on how you're able to function and maintain your life. So what we're saying is we are not the experts. We're speaking from our own experiences, things that we have shared together. And we were like, you know, people need to hear this. They need to hear that other people are going through and you have, the opportunity to recharge, to be um, successful at what it is that you're trying to do. To be successful means that you need an accountability partner, be willing to get that outside help with a therapist, be able to um, um, pray to the good Lord to help you to guide you because even all this stuff that we're talking about whether you choose Dave Ramsey whether or not you go to a therapist whether or not if you um, look right track your spending whether or not you choose your wife you must go to whomever your spiritual leader God is for us it is our Lord and Savior to pray to them to help me help us in what it is that we're trying to do. Give me the discernment, give me the strength to make the decisions that I need to make. And if God, I can't do it alone, 
if there is something or someone that is hindering me and making this work for me, God, I ask, my request of you is safely remove whatever it is. If I'm not able to, in my humanity, in my frail state, can't do it myself, God, I need you to help me. So what I'm saying to you is, whatever way, whoever it is that you pray to, and I pray that it is our God, our Savior, you know, do it. Set that, you got to have a foundation. And God is the most sustaining foundation to put that on. And then build on that, set you wide. Start stacking that to help build you and to help strengthen. I want to also add that, you know, Melissa and I are speaking from our own experiences. We, neither, neither of us has, you know, attained that place of being completely debt-free or, you know, completely um, never erring from the straight narrow path when it comes to our right. finances you know but right. but we are on this journey and we are committed to the journey and that's what that's what it's going to take it's going to take commitment from you and in speaking from our experience i want to also recognize that we are experience we are speaking from an experience of people who whose income has not been affected by covid yes okay so I, I want I want to just be totally transparent. Yes. This this may be something that perhaps if if for you the pandemic has affected you financially in ways that you know that have not affected us. You know, please don't feel like we are being insensitive. That's right. Thank you, Jessica. You know, we we are we are just trying to put out information that can help that can help. Because it is my belief and my prayer and my 100% belief, you know, that even though it may look differently, we're, we're going to come out of this on the other side. Yes. And for anyone who may have, you know, lost their jobs or have had, have experienced other like financial um, losses, I believe those things are going to be recovered, you know, and then you can perhaps come back to this, this episode of Porch Conversations to help you, you know, manage what you have, you know. And perhaps, perhaps, perhaps even this pandemic has uncovered some things for you mm-hmm. concerning your finances. Some of the decisions that you've made in the past that could have put you in a more positive, put you in a, a more positive position, you know, when this pandemic came around. Maybe not completely, but maybe things would not have been as hard or whatever the case may be. So we just want to make sure that you all understand that we we know that not everybody's going to be able to just up and jump and do this right. right now. But I believe that at some point, we all will. Right. And so as Jessica, as you were sharing, thank you so very much. That is so very important. And so thank you for um, speaking on that. And so to that point, if you have experienced hardship and loss due to COVID, there are resources out there for you. Contact your local social services, contact um, Virginia Virginia Housing Housing and Community Development. (laughs) 
Like, Hold on, let's, let's, let's say that over. <laughs> if you live in Virginia, yes. <laughs> the Department of Housing and Community Development, there are some resources available there. Yes. You can also contact Virginia Housing. And if you don't know what that is, they used to be called, you, uh, sorry, VHDA. Yes. And also call um, 211. 211. Yes. Um. So that's very important. There are resources out there. Please do um, make, make, um, share that if you don't need it for yourself, share it with someone who does. And let us continue to be prayerful. We um, coming to close with our um, time for Porsche Conversations. I have enjoyed this. As you will notice, we're doing a different format. For the first one, we are recording it and we're gonna be putting it out there. So in um, the post on Facebook, you're going to see our um, new um, Gmail account. Um, as soon as we get that set up, we're gonna put that out there for tomorrow. That was one of our things to do. We're going to do it when we include it in the post. If you have questions or comments, please do respond, send that, those questions and comments to Gmail and we will follow back with you. Um, if you have um, um, some concerns or if you need some direction, we, are, we will bet to our best assist you or if we don't know, we will point you in the right direction. We yes. are not all knowing, we are not the great wizards of Oz but we will, uh, we're very resourceful women and we will uh, make certain that we get you and point you into the right direction. So we want to remind you, the numbers are creeping up, um, wear your mask um, and um, continue to social distance and um, encourage other people to do so. And we are going to make it on the other side. So we're going to recharge and um, keep it moving and do whatever it is that you need to do to create positivity in your life. Get rid of the negativity. Going into, we're in 2021, remove the negative forces. Just surround yourself with positivity and light. And so again, we thank you for joining us. Spread the word about Porsche Conversations. We are weekly on Wednesdays at 9.30 a.m. Jessica, anything else? I talked a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. No, no. Um, thank you all for joining us. We are excited for 2021 and all that it's going to bring. Um, the ups and the downs, the good and the bad. I, I say bring it on. Yes. All right. So bye, everybody, till next week. Be safe, Bye. be blessed. Bye.